Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence in coffee. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. How are Okay, okay, okay. Uh, you guys, so I am like, I get so frustrated with social media. And the, one of the biggest reasons that is, is because of projection. Projection, legalism, and religion. So a majority of what I see on social media is uh, Christian TikTok. Hashtag Christian TikTok, mom talk all, and then the just cute, I love animals. Okay. Um, and I just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting because I'm such a feeler. And so I really consume all of that. And so I've learned to kind of, I'm still learning to balance that out. Um, and I just feel like it's getting worse and worse. And so I've just been going to God about that, like going back and back on my knees to the Lord about that. And I really want to talk about that and going to the Lord and, and really understanding why it is people do what they do. And it could be for simple reasons like clout and they want um, likes and views. And then for other reasons, uh, people project their beliefs on other people and they think that everyone should have like the same conviction, right? Like the Bible never changes. Like it's a goes against the Bible. It's probably not true. Paul talks about false prophets, um, false apostles, false uh, teachers. And so if it goes against scripture, if it goes against Jesus Christ, it's probably not true. But I'm ultimately talking about people's personal convictions and people even like sometimes I think about when I was a new Christian. And so even like new Christians where um, they find God and they're on fire for God and it's just like this whole brand new faith. And so what they tend to do is get a little self-righteous. I mean, I have been there. Okay. I was like all into the Illuminati at one point and I was like attacking Toby Mac and like, it was ridiculous. Like I'm embarrassed, but I tell you that because I've done this. I've been through this. Um, and I, I grew spiritually to know that like, it's was silly. Um, it was silly to just break things apart to fit some type of paranoia agenda, um, that was mostly just fear driven. And so I really want to talk about that because that's a lot of big words, but three steps to, to clarity, to know if you're projecting and how to stop. So I actually want to pray over this episode for you to have your hearts open um, and just uh, listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to discernment, for me to listen to discernment in the Holy Spirit and pray that the message comes off with love and that uh, if we are projecting that we ask God for forgiveness and humility that is missing in the church. So Jesus, just we, we ask that of you. Just take over this message. Father God, let your words come out, not mine. And 
I pray that you open and soften hearts, Lord God, that we can come together in Christ, in the body of Christ, and that we can glorify who you are and what you want to do for everyone that needs you. And that would be all of us. And I pray that they see you for who you are and your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, okay, so I I really want to talk about this. I feel like it's problematic, especially in the church, because uh, it's just, uh, it's getting out of control. It's and I think that it, a lot of it really is rooted in fear because since the pandemic, there has been a lot of fear and a lot of discouragement and a lot of disappointment and specifically in the church. Like people are like just so traumatized by church and religion and manipulation uh, that now they see they don't know how to see God. They don't know how to see the body of Christ. And so everyone is against each other. It's just so the enemy. And so what we really need to ask God for is humility. Humility in speaking with authority and love in Christ. Uh, when Paul was preaching, he was so humble about who he was. He was like, he was like, he knew who he was. Like he was very, he voiced the things that he had went through, the beatings that he had went through, the stoning, like he voiced like the hardships of the travels of being in ministry. Um, and that he has just as equal ability as Abraham and everybody else. And he spoke that to the church, but also at the same time, he was just Paul. Like Paul was like, I have the authority. I have the right, uh, just because I wasn't chosen, you know, it's really great. You should go back and read it. He's like, I sound like a manic man. Well, let me be the best of them. <laughs> Paul was great. And so in that, but he also uh, was so humble about his weaknesses and the struggles of, of sin. And uh, he was just so honest and raw. And I loved that about Paul. And it really made me feel safe. And so I, I know that like, the church kind of feeds off power and feeds off like this ability to just have all the success and self self-control and everything. But the reality is, is that Jesus was the only one and he came, he came to show us that to, to, he made that punishment, the connection to God, the veil was torn. There was no separation. And, uh, Jesus made the way for grace and love to be our motivation to constantly seek being with God, being like Christ. Um, and you'll notice with the disciples, they were weak. And God loved to use the most unqualified people and the most weak people. And so uh, because it really drove them to not themselves, but to God. And what attends Hey, really quick. Did you know that I have a community? perfect just for you where you get exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else, not on this podcast, not on social media, where we dive deep into the Bible. You get daily encouragement. You get audio messages from me and you get access to our Facebook community where you can connect with everyone else in the community plus two coaching calls a month. There's so much more, but be a part of a community that actually gives a crap about you. I needed someone to give a crap about me, and so that's why I created this. And even better, it's all through text message, right to your phone. You don't have to download an app. You don't have to check email. It goes right there, 
and we get to connect in a way that I wouldn't get to connect with you anywhere else. I'll drop some information in the show notes when you leave a review, but also you can go to ashleyhenriot.com and you can find out more there, subscribe, and connect with me, your calling in confidence. God, and what tends happening is like if we get into this self-righteousness or this baby Christian stuff, or if we get off this whole, like our witness and we dissect that into what we want it to be. And we hide behind this not real power. You're not relatable to people. People will tend to never feel enough. Uh, and not only will you be isolated and hurt, but also you're hurting the body. You're hurting, um, what Jesus represents because none of us could do it. We, we couldn't live that life that's being represented. We couldn't live in perfection. Paul says that our flesh is just constantly against us and he hates that he does the things that he's not supposed to. And just he really expresses that in that confliction. And, and we are to really watch that, to listen to that, um, and just really see what Jesus did for us to continue to follow his plan. And and what's great about the Bible is that Jesus was always the plan in the beginning. He was always the plan in the beginning. So let's talk about projection. Projection is an unconscious defense mechanism stemming from the ego. In projection, you take an acceptable part of yourself, such as your feelings, your thoughts, your tendencies and fears and disown it and place it onto someone else. Projections contain our blind spots. Although Almost everyone has engaged in projection at some point in their lives. It's often difficult to know when you're doing it. It's so difficult. And I, I've noticed that so much on social media. Uh, and that grieves me. That grieves me so badly that people just don't see it. They're so blinded by it. Um, and that they're ultimately pushing people away from God. And they call it justified. It's just sad. So projection can cloud your vision and skew your perception of reality. This makes it hard to see a situation for what it is and instead morphs a person or situation into something that it is not. When you engage in projection, you become susceptible to self-victimization and blaming other people for something you need to address within yourself. And you're probably like, Ashley, me calling out false teachers and Uh, Me calling out false messages and me calling out uh, sin is not a reflection of myself, but actually it is. It's an insecurity within yourself because you're guarded. You have hid behind religion uh, because you actually have some doubts and you don't think that you're supposed to have doubts. And uh, you, it's so dangerous because in that you're, you're, you're on the fence with legalism and religion. Like you're saying, I got to work work to heaven. Like, and if I don't stop doing these things, I'm going to hell. Does that sound what Jesus did? Why he came to the cross? It's not a justification to sin, but it, it gives us grace for ourselves. Uh, and, and really authority that like that kind of thing doesn't have control over us anymore. So here's some common projections. Fear and anxiety, shame, insecurities, childhood pain, trauma, suppressed fantasies, repressed desires, part of ourselves that we don't understand, our parents' expectations, judgment, judgment, call it what it wants. Call it, I want to stop right here. You want to talk about self, there is a self-righteous judgment, the what we're supposed to judge to a certain extent. Actually, no, you're not. You're supposed to judge for discernment 
and if you should be entering into something, not to give you justification to judge someone else. That's not it's not your job. It's not your weight to carry. Unfinished business, pent up emotions and core beliefs. Man, this is going to be some, some, some tough stuff, but unnecessary. Projecting is like dumping clutter into someone else's living room and then hating them for being messy. It's a way to avoid the responsibility of dealing with your own emotional clutter and instead making it someone else's fault. Projection is often a calling for self-reflection and healthy, setting healthy boundaries. Sometimes we even project our positive qualities onto others, such as aspects of ourselves that we are unconsciously afraid to own. Just like the negative aspects, it can feel difficult to own your positive qualities, but much easier to acknowledge them in others. That is a mouthful. That is sometimes, I, I mean, I even want to, repeat that. So you write it down. Um, but sometimes we even project our positive qualities onto others, just like negative unconsciously, because, um, it's easier to acknowledge them in others, um, rather than in ourselves. What is that from? That's from childhood trauma. Be aware of other people's projections and don't gaslight yourself. Gaslighting is a word that is thrown around so much these days because of social media. And some people don't even know what it means. They just take some offense or hurt and they're like, that's gaslighting. And now we're just, we're so closed in. We're such a fearful uh, people that it's so hard to trust anybody. And so you're hiding, you're hiding behind this facade and then projecting it because because you're coming from emotion and feelings and offense and so dangerous. I'm talking to you, body of Christ. It is so dangerous. So be aware of other people's projections projections, and don't gaslight yourself. Here we go. While it's important to determine when you're projecting, it's also essential to not take on other people's projections and not make yourself responsible for someone else's behavior. There will be times when you encounter manipulation rage, disrespect, uh, disappointment, and other boundary violations. And we talked about boundaries and what those violations are in an earlier episode that say more about the other person than they do about you. In these situations, your response is still your responsibility. And listen to this, whether that includes practicing Nonviolent communication, setting a boundary, or removing yourself from a situation. This is a lot. I know. Breathe. Breathe. Let's all breathe together. Okay. Now, below, I'm going to, um, in the show notes, because I want you to have this as well, I'm going to drop um, some explorations of projection. Um, and you're going to have this process to help you identify what it is. Um, explore potential areas that you could be doing that or someone could be doing that to you. Maybe you're feeling guilty and you don't know why about something. It's because someone has projected something onto you. It's super confusing. God is not a God of confusion. God is not a God of um, condemnation. God is not. Go back to the times where he convicted you in a healthy way. Go back to what that was like and then compare it to the, the difficulty that you have now. That's what you'll know. Now, notice if you are exhibiting these symptoms of projection, feeling overly hurt, defensive, or sensitive about something someone has done or said. 
allowing someone to push your buttons and get under your skin in a way that others do not, feeling highly reactive and quick to blame, difficulty being objective, getting perspective, and standing in the other person's shoes, humility, lack of humility. And number four, noticing that the situation or your reactivity is re- is, is reoccurring. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, and you call it righteous, righteous judgment, righteous stance, righteous. But really, you have to ask yourself these questions. You just have to. Now, step two, self-honesty. Ask yourself these questions and write down the answers. What part of my past is the person triggering? Maybe they're not. So where does this send me on an emotional level? What types of stories am I telling myself about this person or situation? Are you breaking them apart? Are you looking for something wrong with them? Like, ask yourself, pay attention. Do I feel reactive about this? If so, in what way? What do I want to do? Who or what does this person or situation remind me of? In what ways do I act like this person? Is there any area in my life where I also show up in this way? In what ways do I not act like this person? Why is that? Am I afraid that I might be like this person or what others might think of me in this way? If yes, what's at the core of the fear? What did I just say earlier? What I've always said, it is rooted in fear. Insecurity is fear. All of it, it's fear. Low self-esteem, fear. What do I need to do to take care of myself right now? How can I self-soothe? Well, not comment on a post you don't agree with. (laughs) How can I, how can I be compassionate while also setting a healthy boundary with this person or situation? Like if somebody is making you feel some type of way or they are tempting you to project, stop following them. I tell people that all the time with me. Stop following me. If I'm making you feel a, a certain type of way, It's going to cause you to sin. Like you need to stop following me. Like I would never want that. That's not my intentions. I'm not here to convince anybody because I don't know their life. I don't know what they went through. I don't know what God has convicted them of. And so, but I'm going to just be me. I'm just going to be honest about who I am. Um, And so, you know, implement that boundary. Um, And with boundaries, reclaim your power, friends. The final steps include this, a, som- a, a somatic process to help you integrate the inf- integrate the information you gathered in the previous steps. This practice will help you self-regulate, reclaim disowned aspects of yourself, let go of projections you may have taken on and shift into a more objective, compassionate mindset. Take 10 slow, deep belly breaths. I am about practicality. I've said this a hundred times, so let's get practical. Cut off the person. Now, within yourself, take 10 slow, deeply breaths with your eyes closed and relax your body, quiet your mind, and think about God. What is he saying to you in this moment? Open up your heart to that. As you breathe, imagine all disowned parts of yourself, your projections coming back to you. Visualize compassion as a color, um, compassion and relate with them in a way that I was lost. What did God save me from? You know, like ask for humility. Um, And so there's a Bible verse I want to talk about here about what does the Bible say about projection? 
Um, and so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to end on a positive note because I know this was heavy. Um, but what does the Bible say about projection? Well, projection ultimately is you taking your own convictions and putting them onto somebody else. And Paul talks about um, projection. He talks about convictions. He talks about, um, I mean, people like to bring up uh, Letificus, but Letific, Letificus, sorry. Um, and that actually was a book of law. And it has crazy things in there, like don't eat pork. Um, but when Jesus came, he said, you don't judge somebody if they eat meat or don't eat meat. Follow your own convictions. Uh, but now it's getting so extreme because of the fear, because of the lack of trust in people, because of the hurt within the church. It's like just religion is coming back. It's a hide. Religion is something that you hide behind uh, because of the insecurity within your faith. And that is caused by hurt and trauma. And uh, now we're trying to bring that back and it's super dangerous. It's super confusing. So let's talk about uh, projection. What does Paul say in 2 Corinthians 12, 1, 4? I must go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it. I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who's 14 years ago, who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man was caught up into paradise, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. Um, let me say, let me find another one. Okay, this one is good. Ephesians 6, 10, 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm, stand therefore, um, fasten the belt of truth and having put on the bread spray of righteousness, definitely look into the armor of God. Now, I want to talk about what the Bible says about convictions better as we know convictions. Uh, Romans 14, 123, as for one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. Rejection. One person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains. And let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats. For God has welcomed him. For God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another. 
while another esteems all days alike, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. Another one, Romans 14, 20, where Paul is preaching and writing letters to the church. Do not forsake of food, destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. Stop projecting your own convictions onto other people because it'll cause them to stumble. Um, this is really good. Galatians 5.1 For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. We have to be very, very careful about self-righteousness and about personal conviction. Uh, we need to go to God. If you feel like someone is uh, doing evil or proceeding in evil um, and they are a Christian brother and sister, you're actually supposed to go to them quietly after you pray if that's what God wants you to do. And then once you go to them quietly, um, still continue to pray about that. And then go to some mentors and ask them about it. And if they believe what you believe in your spirit, then ask them to come and talk to them. There's a way to do this. And, and I believe that everybody's heart is well. I don't believe that people project on purpose. And I don't believe that people judge or, or convict on purpose. I think that it is all to glorify God. But there are so many healthy ways in love to do that. So we need to be careful in doing that. And the best way to do that is with humility. I love you guys. And uh, don't forget to check out the community, A Daily Dose of Confidence and Coffee, where you get exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else, um, coaching calls, live events, and daily encouragement and devotional time with me, um, all by text message. And so check that out in the notes below. I'm also going to leave you a free gift. So grab that. Um, and it's about just really finding your tribe, finding your people, because that uh, is valid, important boundary, and that'll help you sharpen your iron to grow spiritually uh, and give you really discernment about some people in your life. And so I love you guys, and uh, I can't wait till you join me next time on Confidence and Coffee. Did you enjoy that? I'd love to see you over at ashleyhannigat.com, where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in Confidence and Coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews, in the comments. Plus subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence and Coffee.